I drove to the, to the grocery store today and like I was losing my mind because there were cows on the side of the road. Like cows, dude. Like I could have pulled over and touched a cow today. They've never seen barbed wire before. <laughs> he said in wonder. They he don't said, understand it. You he take said 500 in wonder. <laughs> <laughs> I will be the yam queen. Right, right. What I picture in my head is like a hot dog eating contest. <laughs> like you just got to eat the most yams and then you're the yam queen. But with yams. Hey everybody, I'm Mason. And I'm Tina. And this is Simply Us. Welcome everybody and thank you for tuning in to episode one of Simply Us, where we make fun of things that you know and talk about things you may not. So what are we going to talk about today? I think the first thing we should talk about is Texas beer. Texas beer. Thank God for Texas beer, man. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Like the amount of people and places that haven't heard of Shiner or Ziggenbach. Well, like I had never heard of it. Well, that's because you're living under a rock. (laughs) A nice liberal rock. (laughs) Okay, so my liberal rock is Los Angeles and um, moved out here. Like all Californians do. Yeah, (laughs) you know, part of the plague. Right. But like, so like two years ago, I had never even heard of Shiner or Ziggin or anything like that. And like, I'm not going to lie. I think that I like it better than 805. Uh, Duh. I just just went on air saying that I like it better than 805. And, you know, and I will replay that back to you over and over again. I'm (laughs) like, hey, babe, can you come in here and check this one sample out, please? And I'm going to set it as my ringtone. Right. It'll be played for the rest of your life. (laughs) So we just moved. Into a house. In, in Midlothian. Un- in an undisclosed street. Oh, sorry, just kidding. Not Midlothian. It's okay. I'm going to edit most of you out anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, coming from Los Angeles, like, Midlothian is so different. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like, it's a whole different world. Well, I mean, you, you came from LA and you started in Dallas. And even Dallas was different than Los Angeles. And I had to get used to Dallas first. Right. You know, so, like, Los Angeles has, like, its own vibe and that whole thing. And then I come out here to Dallas, like, in the middle of Tejas. And, like, like people are, like, talking to me and, like, waving at me on the street. And I'm just like, is there something on my face or something? Like, I, I, what? Like, I couldn't understand why people were being so nice to me. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, Tejas hospitality. Yeah, you know, that good old Tejas hospitality. But let's, let's talk about your journey. The good old Tejas, or, yeah, well, or Texas, as we say it here in <laughs> Texas. <laughs> well, when I when I like, I just kind of like randomly decided to move to Texas. Like there was like a job opening, and I was like, "Man, Texas sounds fun." You know, I needed a change in my life. So little did you know, <laughs> changed my life forever, forever. <laughs> so my little brother and I, we uh, we hopped in my dad's truck. Like we, I packed up everything that I. What kind of truck is it? It's a Dodge Ram twenty five hundred. I'm so sorry. Continue. <laughs> no, so uh, so I was calling this Dodge Ram. I was calling it my war rig, like you know from like Mad Max, like 
Please I don't, don't, but continue. Please don't sue me. No. But like, okay, so like, like in Mad Max, you know, like Charlize Theron, like her character has the war rig and it's like this big, like, you know, like 18 wheeler with like all like these cool like gadgets and all that stuff. Like, and so I was calling the truck my war rig because like I had like, I had my gun like under my seat and like. I had all, like, this cool stuff, and so... You know that that's what everybody in Texas does, right? Right, but, like, okay, coming from, ahead. like, <laughs> from, ahead, like, sorry. California, like, <laughs> first of all, when I purchased my firearm, people were scared that I was going to, like, shoot up stuff. Like, it's so crazy for you to even own a firearm back in California, so I was taking my firearm from California to, Cal- or California to Texas, and, like, I was, like, calling these gun stores, and I was, like, so, like, how do I, like tell you guys that my gun is here you know they're like uh you- like yeah we don't really give a shit like, yeah just- pretty much like, they're, they're just like so uh so, so is mine so what's your point so like 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 okay like let's just say that i had to move back to california i have to send it in advance to a gun store like a dealer or something like that and i have to wait my 10 day like they call it a cool off period so i was thinking that i'd had to do something similar to texas so I uh, was, like, calling one of these gun stores and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, hey, like, how do I properly and legally do this? And they were like, um, get in your car and come to Texas. Like, that's how you do it. <laughs> so so my little brother and I, we packed up. Well, my, my brother didn't move here. It was just me. But, like, I packed up pretty much just, like, some clothes and stuff like that. Whatever would fit in my dad's truck. And I uh, we started driving out here. And, like, the adventure to come out to texas was the craziest thing i've ever experienced in my entire life like the first thing we did was we went to laughlin which is something that we normally do like my family like we go to laughlin that's where my 21st birthday was like it's only like six hours out of la so it's really not all that bad so we go to laughlin and first of all they have like this like elvira like slot machine and when you put the money in and you pull the slot and everything, Elvira's boobs, like, they, like, jiggle as the <laughs> slot stops. <laughs> so, like, she's like, you just won all this money. And her, like, cleavage is, like, rolling around. Like, it's so, super like, it's, distracting. Yeah, especially for all the 10-year-olds walking through law <laughs> right, right. Right. right, okay. So then we went to Flagstaff. And, like, we went to the Cracker Barrel, which, like, we also don't have in Los Angeles. I mean, like, we have, like, one or something like that. But you have to drive, like, two and a half hours. It's like to get a this. destination restaurant. Yeah. Like, right. it's like, it's like you have to, like, set out be like, on Friday, we are going to go to the Cracker Barrel family, you know. And so we go to this Yay. Cracker Barrel. And, like, first of all, we spent, like, an hour and a half just, like, in, like, the store in front of Cracker Barrel where they've got all those, like, I don't know. I'm not like an 85 year old woman. So like they were just sitting there calling your name. Like, Hey, your table's <laughs> right. ready. And you're just like, just a second. Right. But I'm not like an 85 year old woman who like collects all those like knickknacks and goodies and stuff like that. But still like my little brother and I were like, do we need mermaid potholders? Like, do we Absolutely. need that? You know? And so, so finally we get into the Cracker Barrel and like for all my Los Angeles friends, um, Cracker Barrel is this place where they have just like stuff littered all over the walls like it's amazing like they've got like an old like saw on the wall and all these pictures of people that you've never seen before and stuff so my little brother and i sit down and there's a picture of this guy like right at our desk and or at our desk at our at our table and so we're sitting there and we're looking at him and we're like for you business people out there <laughs> right they're like that mm-hmm. 
business that, business retreat to Cracker Barrel. We're like, that must be Mr. Cracker Barrel. Naturally. And my little brother and I, we totally have the giggles, and we're just dying laughing. And we're like, that must be Mr. Cracker Barrel. Thank you, Mr. Cracker Barrel. And so the entire time, we're dying laughing over Mr. Cracker Barrel sitting at the table with us. And then we get, you know, like... Like, the waiter comes up and, hey, you know, dudes, what's up, man? I'm whatever my name is. And we're like, and you this know. this is in Flagstaff. This is in Flagstaff. So, so it's th- like. This California waiter <laughs> no, is no, now no. in Flagstaff. This dude was like some, like, <laughs> rock climber. Like, oh, I go to, like, the Christian college out here. Like, I just travel and just, like, do, like, bouldering and stuff. And we're right, like. Right, right. So. Okay. So he. <laughs> so. You know, he's like, oh, yeah. Like, what do you guys want to drink? And my little brother, dead face, looks at him and goes. Your finest root beer, sir. (laughs) And (laughs) and we're just dying. And we're like, thank you, Mr. Cracker Barrel, for the finest root beer we've ever had. They came in, like, chilled glasses. And, like, it was, like, beautiful. So we're, like, dying. And we're, like, laughing so hard. Because we've just got the giggles. And then we're going through our meal. And it's, like, the biggest meal we've ever had in our entire lives. And um, we're thanking Mr. Cracker Barrel the entire time. Like, thank you, Mr. Cracker Barrel? Yes, like, okay. out loud. Like, we're like, but, and, like, we're making such a scene that, like, people are, like, looking at us. And then we're laughing even harder because people are making fun of us and, like, looking at us. And then the guy comes by and he hears us referring to this picture of this man at the end of our table as Mr. Cracker Barrel. And he goes, um, guys, I think that that's LBJ. Like, that was, like, a former president. <laughs> We're over here like, thank you, Mr. Cracker Barrel. <laughs> laughing so hard. So then we leave, and we go to Al- Albuquerque. And I don't know if you've ever been to Albuquerque, New Mexico. No. Please don't. Like, don't ever go there. Like, it was the sketchiest place we've ever been to. Like, I mean, mind you, my little brother was, like, he was making all of the hotel reservations. So, so was, is, what you're saying is that it's his fault. It's totally his fault. Okay. It's a million percent. So he was making all of the reservations and he was like finding like the least expensive like hotels because we were kind of on this cross trip adventure or cross country adventure. And like, um, so he found like this like Motel 6 and I'm like, whatever, dude, like it's just a place to like lay our head down. Well, we get in at like. I don't know, it was probably like 1.30 or something like that. Like, it was really, really, really late. And we were tired and we had been traveling and stuff. So we're like, whatever, dude, like, let's just go. So we go to check in and there's this man holding his underwear in his hand while he's checking out. And he still has like that band from like doing heroin or something like that. Yeah, it's a Motel 6 a minute. Right, you get to see like the underwear guy, the the post-heroin underwear guy. Why are you holding your underwear? Like, is there something about heroin that makes you like shit your pants or something? I mean, <laughs> so I go out. I'm like, actually, Brian, um, you go. Brian's her brother. Oh yeah, Brian's my brother. He hasn't so, been introduced. <laughs> so um, I'm like, Brian, you just uh, you do the check in stuff, and I'm gonna go outside really fast. And I go out and, and I, hang out with the guy underwear. No, no, so I go and I just grab my gun. Like that's how like. I was so uncomfortable. Did you check there. with the New Mexico officials <laughs> before like, you grabbed your gun? Excuse me, New Mexico officials. I know it is one a.m., but I need to know if I can <laughs> defend myself against the heroin man holding his underwear in the lobby. I was like so freaked out, and um, like so by the time we got up there, my little brother was like, "Oh yeah, what are we gonna do for dinner?" And I was like, "Bitch, 
no, we are not leaving this this hotel room. We are going to stay under this lock, and we're just going to hide out here. And I was like, here, we got, like, Funyuns from the Sam's Club. So, so, so the guy in the underwear didn't work for Uber Eats. <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> and then we finally make it into Texas, okay? And we're in Albuquerque. Or, no, I'm sorry, we're in Amarillo. So we finally make it close. I know. So we finally make it into Amarillo and um, we get to like this like big Texan steakhouse place and they've got this like 72 ounce um, steak challenge thing where you have to eat the 72 ounce steak and all of like the fixings and all of the stuff on the side like in an hour. And like it's just absolutely insane it's nuts so my little brother he's like oh yeah i'll just get like some sliders and i'm like okay like i'll get like a side salad right and the waitress comes up and she's like yeah yeah what kind of sides do you want with that and like he's like sliders are just like like that's it like i just want sliders (laughs) she's like no no no, it comes with three sides and like no joke she just looked at us and was just like welcome to texas (laughs) Like we had so much food. Like it literally could have fed our entire family. And that was my intro to Texas. Yeah. Was just all of this food. (laughs) And so we're like, finally, like we're leaving Amarillo and we're driving around and we come across this town called good night. And it's got a population of like 152. And like, to me, like that's insane. You guys can check on that. (laughs) Like (laughs) I come from like, a relatively small town in California. Like, I mean, our population's like 200,000 or something. And that's a small town for us, you know? And so, like, 152 people, like, that's insane. Like, what do their town meetings look like? Probably a bunch of guys in their underwear with <laughs> rubber bands around their arm. <laughs> I was if like, if you live in Good Night, I'm sorry. Uh, send me a picture of, of, of what you do. I there. would just want to see your mayor. That's what I want to see. I want to see who's the mayor. Did you say mirror? Mirror. I want to see. I want to see the mayor. The of, elected official. I want to see the elected fi- official of Goodnight Texas. That's what I want to see. I just want to see like who's part of your town hall. You know, like is it is it is it next to the silo or like where, where is your town hall meetings? Well, you go conducted? past the well. Right. If you hit the outhouse, you went too far. I'm like, I mean, and again, coming from Los Angeles, like it's insane that places like this even exist so my little brother and i are just dying laughing and we're like what do people like this do for fun and so we get on the google and we the googs the googs we see that there is a barbed wire museum (laughs) a what (laughs) a a real life barbed wire museum like an entire building dedicated a building dedicated to barbed wire like how fascinating is barbed wire? You know what I mean? Like, it's barbed wire. Uh, obviously enough to incorporate it into a building. Like, I mean, seriously, like, so, like, somebody had to go to the bank with this idea and say, hey, guys, listen, I want you to finance me. <laughs> I've got this idea for a barbed wire museum. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you're gonna, we're gonna hit it big. We're gonna we, hit the big times. I've got this big plan. We're gonna go to Los Angeles next. So it's actually called the Devil's Rope Museum, and then it says barbed wire. Just, <laughs> that's it. Just <laughs> in the description, it says can't help but raise questions. 
one of ours was, do you stock Band-Aids? <laughs> and they do. They sell Band-Aids oh my God, in the Barbara Museum. Well, because like idiots like me and my little brother Brian would have walked in and be like, what does this feel like? Because, I, I mean, honestly, I don't think I've ever touched barbed wire or any, like, I've never had to, like, handle barbed wire. Yeah, right. So, like, us in a museum, we'd be like, hey, and just be, like, rubbing our wall, our hands all up against, like, the walls and stuff. Well, just in case you were wondering... <laughs> The museum promises to show more barbed wire than designs than you can possibly imagine. <laughs> How many barbed wire designs are there? Well, the walls are filled with thousands of varieties of wire mounted like the spokes of a wagon wheel. Oh my god. Each strand tagged and identified. But like but like <laughs> I mean I to just me... want to see the identification tag. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> like okay like but like to me like barbed wire is barbed wire like i mean like how are there different designations of barbed wire like this well, is barbed wire and over here we also have barbed wire not all barbed wire is desirable oh i see, I see. read straight from the <laughs> web page <laughs> Well, the the guy I I'm guessing the guy that works there which is in like this quote and it says Delbert Walked us to the exhibit <laughs> on old Delbert. Walks us through the exhibit on war wire. War wire. <laughs> war, war, war wire. Say that. War wire. Say that three hundred times fast. I just love the fact his name is Delbert. Like that is such a perfect like. <laughs> he is like the personification of what I imagine. Like we could literally stop the story here and people would understand. <laughs> Fascinating to a point. <laughs> <laughs> just go ask delbert like i think delbert should be on this podcast <laughs> well delbert conceded that you don't find many women interested in barbed wire <laughs> delbert <laughs> i'm here and barbed wire tools <laughs> so that's why they filled the museum with art oh right to attract the women <laughs> to attract the women i see i see well the museum includes a life-size jackrabbit <laughs> Snake, coyote, rattlesnake, and armadillo. Okay, with are a they spring for a tail? Are they made out of barbed so, wire? Yes, they're all made out of barbed wire. So I want you. I mean, obviously, like these animals are tiny as hell. Like, so I don't understand why they had to put life size. Like they're life size. So they what? They're they're about the size of a cat. Jesus. Like okay. Okay. So anyway, have you ever been cut by barbed wire? <laughs> Delbert rolled up his sleeve to show the scars. Oh my god, poor Delbert. Poor Delbert. Delbert, I'm sorry. Who hurt you? Do you keep your tetanus shots? You bet, he <laughs> answered. Yeet, yeet. Why is there so much personal information about Delbert I know, on the, right? on the I museum's like, website? Like, Delbert has, like, a bio. <laughs> <laughs> Just click the tab for Delbert's bio. <laughs> Delbert's street address is just right on there. <laughs> Delbert told us that 70% of the museum's visitors are foreign, in part because it's on Route 66 and has small Route 66 and has a small Route 66 museum. Wow, that doesn't make sense. Well, They've never seen barbed wire before. <laughs> he said in wonder. They don't understand it. You he take said 500 in wonder. <laughs> <laughs> You take 500 Europeans that come in here and won't be 10 of them actually know 
actually own where they live. Oh my god. They don't own property. They rent. Why is this on the museum's website? (laughs) There's so much personal information about so many people on there. Also, kudos to the guy who designed the Barbara Museum website. Because he had to just be been sitting there thinking, it's like, man, <laughs> like, like, is how this much more piece? words can I cram onto this page? <laughs> He's like, let's just go back to Delbert for more information. <laughs> like, is Delbert like the only person that lives here? Well, I think Delbert's the owner because it says Delbert said the museum is always looking for knowledgeable and thick-skinned ah, volunteers. I see Bob Wire pun because of the. Bar- and they're increasingly <laughs> difficult to find. Well, no shit, Delbert. Well, especially like if you live in a town that has a population of 152. Like, I can't imagine a lot of people are just like, "Hey guys, can I go? When I grow up, I want to be, I want to be in the barbed wire museum." Okay, so I guess people like even if people aren't there, you can go into the barbed wire museum because it it, uh, it says the museum's wire, however, will remain shielded from the elements, preserved by the dry air, ready to deliver its message to its instantaneous tourists, even if there's no one around to explain oh my it. God, barbed wire teaches you, Delbert said. You don't need but one lesson. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> Delbert is such a wise man. He is. What a wise man, Delbert. <laughs> okay, so anyway, <laughs> getting back to my adventure. It just makes it so much perfect that his name is Delbert. It's just that that is such a beautiful, beautiful. I feel like touch. it's a family heirloom. <laughs> it must be. <laughs> Oh, I, we, I wonder how Delbert got into barbed wire. Can we name our firstborn child Delbert? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Come here, little Delbert. <laughs> Come on. How, how are you going to run a successful barbed wire museum? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so anyway, okay, so we went to this barbed wire. Well, we didn't actually go to the barbed wire museum, but, like, we were just dying at the fact that that even existed. Like, the fact that there was a museum dedicated to barbed wire just blew my mind. And then like getting into Dallas. I mean, that was like a whole other thing, but like, I don't know, just like the trip out here was just absolutely insane. And it's been such a culture shock coming from Los Angeles, even to Dallas and now being in like Midlothian, Texas. Like it's so different. Like I drove to the to the grocery store today, and like I was losing my mind because there were cows on the side of the road, like cows, dude. Like I could have pulled over and touched a cow today. But did you? <sighs> I should have. There's always tomorrow. I so should have. <laughs> I might have to go to the <laughs> store tomorrow. But like cows, just like chilling on the side of the road, and then like on my way back, I saw goats. Yeah, you should see when the cows get out because they what? get yeah they get out. What do you mean? I mean like they. Sometimes the fence is broken or like they break through the fence. And then like they just And then like they're just like off. walking on the side of the road. Oh my God. And so you're driving and you're like, oh shit. There's like a fourteen hundred pound cow. But like how do you like catch your cow like after it's run off? Like is there like a leash? Oh, I'm no cow catcher. Probably barbed wire. They're <laughs> <laughs> gonna get fucking Delbert out here. Delbert. The fence. Delbert comes and ropes off some barbed wire. <laughs> get these cows back. These cows only need one lesson. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my no, God. but that, that happened to me um, when, like, more than, like, once. Because I live out in uh, BFE. So, that's bumfuck Egypt, in case any of you guys need <laughs> For it. the layman. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, so basically, like, we'll just call, like, the police. You know? <laughs> <laughs> We'll call the police 
because, and that's like a thing. All right. It's like, hey, just so you know. 911, what is your emergency? There's cows everywhere. No, so, so yeah, like we tell them, like, hey, oh just God. so you know, there's a cow like running around like and on you and like no joke like you call 911 because of this dead serious <laughs> all right okay no no i'm serious because they're dangerous all right like wait I, no 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 no, no. Like oh, the I, cows are not dangerous no they are they're cozy and like they're so cute and, yeah like, you until drink they walk out in like, front of your car and then i don't know what like, i don't know i feel like they're smarter than that like they're cows <laughs> All right, no. Maybe so, cows are as foreign to cars as like I am to living in the country. Like yeah, I'm like much. standing out in the middle of like the country, just being like, I don't know where. Like I am. There, there's some grass over there on the side <laughs> of that. Well, once I cross that asphalt. <laughs> no, so yeah, we call we call nine one one, or I call nine one one. I don't know what what everybody else does. Everybody's <laughs> probably like me and just goes, "Wow, cows!" No, they're like, "Oh shit, there's a cow!" <laughs> so I'm like, "Hey, there's a cow," and they're like, "Where? Where is it?" I'm like, it's wait, wait, wait. The, so like the 911 operators are equally as invested as this, as you are. Uh, yeah. Okay. Hashtag save lives. I just okay. wanted to make sure we're all on the same page. So, and then the best part is, is I just hang up and continue on my way and just hope that it gets taken care of. <laughs> I just want to like, I want to be like the 911 dispatcher on that and just be like, uh, calling. Sheriff Cletus, your cow's <laughs> gone out. <laughs> Call Delbert. Get Delbert on the line. <laughs> But yeah, no, so so we call I call nine one one and they're just like, Okay, where is it at? And then you know, then they just contact I, I don't <laughs> know. They like go they, get them. I don't know the process after that. Like i I feel like I've done my due diligence. I didn't hit the cow. I hope nobody else hits the cow. That's why I called. Do you just put like cones around the cow? Right. Just you go and it, like you just caution tape like all around it. And then you're just like, Hey, dumbass, don't hit this cow because obviously it's marked. Anyway, so unfortunately, segue, this is this is my segue. Unfortunately, Mason's great grandmother just passed away. And so we had to go out to East Texas to go visit his family out there and you know like go to like the funeral and all the good stuff. Longview, so, Texas. Longview, Texas. And so mind you, this culture shock is me moving from Los Angeles to Dallas, okay? So now I'm brought out to East Texas. The clay jungle. Where, wait, the clay jungle? I don't know if that's what they call it. There's a lot of clay out there. They call it the clay jungle? No, Is that... I, I literally just. You just made that up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here just like, wow, that's a, such an interesting Fun name. Fact, write that down. Oh my God. Okay. No, so, so we go out there and I mean, it's it's a small town again and I'm like, you know, like the whole like thing has like, oh yeah, I remember when this street lot was put in and we're just like. Okay, dude. So I'm talking to his grandpa, who we call Papa Roo, by the way. So Papa Roo and I are talking. And um, I, how did that even start? What were we even talking I think, about? I think you were telling him about the uh, pre oh. discovery of Delbert. Yes, so, yes, yes, so yes. It was just a barbed wire museum. Yeah, at I that was point. telling him about the barbed wire museum. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's a real thing. And he was like, I know where that city is. Like, he knew <laughs> all about it. Like, I bet you he knows Delbert. Like, <laughs> I, I, I secretly think he does. I, I, I feel like he was just entertaining you and like, didn't want to tell you that he's actually best friends right, with Delbert. Right. So he's, so he's, he's like not even like 
like phased by the fact that there is this barbed wire museum. That's like not, that's not how he says it. Oh yeah, yeah. He says barb. I can't barbed wire. Barbed wire. Bob barbed wire. I can't. He puts a couple extra U's in there. Yeah, he he definitely. Every single time I see him, he tries to like correct me on how I say barbed wire. <laughs> like he you know we go barbed wire. <laughs> so 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 he's like he's like oh yeah blah blah blah. What about the yamboree? And I'm like the what? <laughs> Excuse me, the what? <laughs> and I'm seriously, I'm looking at him like he grew like an extra head. I'm like the what? The what? What are you kidding me? What did you say it was? He goes the yamboree. The yamboree. The yamboree. <laughs> it's a real thing. It's a real thing. <laughs> There's a yamboree in East Texas, and like it's a whole festival <laughs> around yams. <laughs> it's the, it's <laughs> just yams it's held uh, okay it's a four-day event first it's off four days how can you fit like yams into a four-day event four days it's out in gilmer texas <laughs> it celebrates sweet potatoes called a yam united states <laughs> okay it's drawing thousands of tourists to the city for the thousands occasions. come on now <laughs> festivities at the event include a queen's coronation and a pageant yes there's a yam queen you guys there's a yam queen <laughs> i told him i told paparu i was like i must be the yam queen the yam queen i must be elected yam queen at one point in my life i need to be the yam queen it's like all fun and jokes but this shit is serious like, I mean, and, and the funniest thing, too, is, like, I imagine, like, girls who are, like, you know, book tooth and, like, 800 pounds and, like, carrying their pig to the yamboree. But no. But these girls are, like, really pretty. Yeah, like, this is, like, they've been training for this, like, their whole life. I need to get on it. So, this has been held in Gilmer, Texas. You ready? I'm ready. Since 1935. What? Like, oh, my God, they've been in the for so long. 1935 that's nuts there's every every year there's a pageant carnival two parades and a barn dance that's insane livestock shows which you you knew nothing about what's a livestock show that's where the people go to like sell their goats and cows (laughs) they're just like hey this is my goat yeah so she so she came down and was like oh look at all these goats and cows and all these animals what do they do with them I'm like, well, like, do you like pet them? Do you like hold? Like, are they like, like dogs? No, you fatten them up and sell them. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, that is the purpose of having these animals. And she had no idea. And I was just, I was trying to explain to her what the FFA was, which is the Future Farmers of America. Oh yeah, they definitely did not have that in Los Angeles oh, at no. all. He well, was, he was telling me the other day. He was like, oh yeah, I took agriculture in high school. I'm like. What? That wasn't even offered to us at oh, all. Yeah, that's an elective, baby. <laughs> Agriculture. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna teach you how to farm. They have every yam queen that has oh ever my won God. listed. Oh, uh oh. It was temporarily suspended. Oh no. In 1941 due to World War II and resumed in 1946. Oh, hey. So they put the yam festival on the oh, excuse, excuse the, you, the yamboree. The yamboree on sir. hold. For five years. That's insane. But I mean. I mean, 
Okay, but it's really not that insane because it's the Yamboree. Gotta have that East war, though. Texas. Like, <laughs> like, seriously. Like, I can't even imagine. First of all, I don't like yams. Is, okay, wait. Is Oh, no. Okay, so there's not just a yam queen, there's a yam president. Oh, my God. I had no idea because I'm okay, sitting so- here, I'm, I'm looking at this year and I'm just like, Brandon Garmin. Oh, Brandon was the most I'm like, beautiful she must yam be beautiful. <laughs> And I'm like, wait a second. I had to scroll back up. That's insane. Listen, the year's 2018. Brandon can be whatever he wants to right, be, okay? Right, 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 Okay. Except for fucking Yam Queen. <laughs> Jesus. All right. I, I seriously. And so, so he was talking to me about all of these different festivals. And so he was like, oh, yeah, there's the Yamboree. And then I decided that I need to be the Yam Queen. Right, naturally. And then they were laughing at me because I don't like yams, but I do need to be the Yam Queen. Right, which I feel like. Being the yam queen, I feel like okay. So I've never been. I think that we've never been the yam queen. No, I, I th- I've <laughs> never been to Yamboree, which I think I want to make it like a point to go. Oh next yeah, year. oh yeah. Like I will take four days off. Oh totally. In 2019 to go to the Yamboree. Absolutely. So I'm I'm curious because I, I'm curious how they become the yam queen and, and oh, yam president. Listen, listen. I'm gonna do some. Inf- I'm gonna do some research because I will be the yam queen. Like. I will be the yam queen. Right, right. What I picture in my head is like a hot dog eating contest. <laughs> like you just got to eat the most yams and <laughs> then you're the yam queen. But with yams. Oh, no. Like that's. I, I don't like yams. That's the, I mean, it has no information oh on like God. how to become. Okay, don't like, worry. Like nominated for yam queen or yam president. Okay, we'll talk about Why that later. Why can't they just call them the yam king? Bugging me. What do you mean? Like, why does he have to be the yam president? Why can't he just be? The, that's awfully. I don't know. Maybe it has too many like social implications. Anyway, okay. So we were talking about all of like the different festivals, right? So we went over the yamboree, and then he was talking about the possum fest barbecue and chili cookout, and I'm like, the what? <laughs> the what? The what? Like, are you? There's a possum festival. So not only is there like a festival about yams, but then they go on and they have the audacity to have a possum festival. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, like they celebrate the possum and blah, blah, blah. And then at the end, they cook it into this chili. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, I I don't know. I seriously, I was almost in tears. (laughs) I I was like, how dare you? Like, that is a possum. I I, I can't comment on the accuracy of the possum in in, in the yamboree combining. That's what he said. He said at the end of it, the yamboree and the possum fest combine to make this big chili cookout. So they put the yams in, probably the yam queen, because at this point, I'm not going to put it past them. And then they put the possum into this this chili and see i think he was just testing like your gullibility well at this point you ate it like the yam queen (laughs) listen at this point i have no idea what's real and what is not i first of all you were talking about an entirely different world you're talking about calling 911 on the fact that a cow got out like i am so beyond the realm of possibilities over here like i have no (laughs) idea what to believe and what not to believe so, okay, so the Possum Fest is, is held at Possum Kingdom Lake, which, oh. is, which is in Texas, all right? Um, it's, it's just north of Fort Worth, for all you, you Texanites. Um, well, I think this was, oh, 
<laughs> this this is dated 2014. Oh, I'm just going to read it like it was yesterday. Yes. So, <laughs> so it's October 3rd and 4th, which I guess it was 2014. So don't go. Um, <laughs> don't show up. Right. Right. So. Ready to meet the, it sets campers up with a cooker and readies them to meet a challenge of competition cook-offs. There will be taste testing, vendor booths, silent and live auction, free cooks dance, and a raffle. A raffle. Which is just like this nut this Do you it, get a possum at the end of the raffle? That no, would be I, super I, fitting. I totally read the wrong part. And like <laughs> I I kept going thinking that it was just gonna feed in. And I just know you're taking too long to read this. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I'm having to go back and read it. Like, I don't know. Let's move on. Okay, but that I was just. I mean, like honestly, like that was just the craziest thing to me. Just the fact that, like, I mean, there were so many. Again, like the culture shock coming from Los Angeles just to Dallas, like alone. Like people were like waving to me on the street, and like I remember, like I went to Target for the first time. And um, I was just, you know, checking out like I normally would. And the cashier was like, how are you today? And I was just like, me? And she's like, yeah, yeah, you, how are you today? And I was like losing my mind. I was like, I cannot believe it. Like you're sitting here like having like this friendly conversation to me. And the best part about it was that at the very, very end, she was telling me about how she was going to take her kids to like on vacation to Arkansas. And at the end of the conversation, I was like, okay, cool. Bye. Have fun in Arkansas. And like, that was a word or that was like a phrase I had never thought in my life that I would say, have fun in Arkansas. Like, (laughs) that's insane. That's insane. Like, what do you even do in Arkansas? But apparently there's all sorts of festivals and all sorts of good stuff around in Texas that I never knew about. So that's craziness. There's... (laughs) There's a possum five and ten k run. Oh my god! I wonder if you get to run with complete with Civil War reenactors. Oh, perfect! And yes, of course, possums. Of like, course. <laughs> like I wonder if they just let the possums loose <laughs> during your five k slash Civil War reenactment. Oh my god! <laughs> like, please tell me that somebody else finds this as crazy as I do because I'm so out of my element here. Population two hundred. <sighs> What's up with these like, oh like low God. population? Oh my just... God. I mean, and, and Midlothian isn't much different. Like Midlothian has a population of 25,000. And again, right, m- my right. population back home is 210,000. What did I tell you about bragging? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not bragging. <laughs> I'm just trying to give some background as to where I come from and why this is so very confusing for me. Where do you come from? Mm, Santa Clarita. Santa Clarita. Santa Clarita. Santa Clarita. No. Where? <laughs> Jesus Christ. But you tell everybody you're from LA. Yeah, yeah. Because like out here, like people don't know what Santa Clarita is. But like, so I want you to prepare yourself to get ready for telling people you live in Midlothian, Texas. Oh my God. I mean, I already told my cousin. I was like, yeah, you know, blah blah. blah. I just moved, and she's like, oh yeah, where'd you move to? And I was like, Midlothian. Where? And she just stopped. <laughs> She's like, I don't know where that is. No, no, no. She just stopped. And she just started laughing. And she's like, that is a place. And I was like, yes, Midlothian <laughs> actually exists. It is exists. It exists. Like, we, we spent like a good like three minutes on the phone just laughing over the fact that Midlothian is the place that I just moved to. 
Yeah. But like you've lived here your whole life. I have. I have lived here. Like I've lived here since 2001. So all of this is normal to you. Absolutely. I was actually, my house was being built um, in 2001. And I was at the Super 8 Motel on September 11th. Mm. That's where I was because my house wasn't built yet. And I was like at the mercy of my parents and the contractors. And you were like. Because I was like 10. Yeah, I was going to say you're so, like four years old and it happened. Right. You don't even four, remember. Same thing. You so don't even know six, what happened. Six years difference. Don't worry about it. You don't even know what happened. Right. No, I, I uh, but yeah, so I've, I've lived here for quite some time. Went to school here, graduated here, went to college here. Is all. there a college? There is a college. Is it like Midlothian College? No, it's actually, it's Navarro, Navarro, however you want to say it. But uh, yeah, it's just a small little, little CC college. <laughs> Like what, what? What degrees can you get? Can you get an agricultural degree? There? <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't know. I probably can you I get a can I, you get a nine one one chasing cows degree? Right, right. It's like the, get get the cow chaser. <laughs> no, what? Listen, uh, sir, I have a degree. I never really looked into it because I wasn't really interested in anything but music, and but like I was being hounded to go to school, so I just did like general studies, mm-hmm. right? And let me tell you. It was the easiest <laughs> college. Like, like, I, like you, like high school, like spends like the entirety of its time trying to prep you for college, and like countless English papers and like nine pages. No shit. All right, my nine and a half fingered English nine instructor. Nine and a half. Yes. You can't just throw that into a conversation. Okay, so. He had, he had nine and nine and a half fingers. I like how right, so he had nine and a half fingers. So he had a nub, and he was the coolest guy ever. And like, you called not, him Mister Nubby, no, obviously. Absolutely not. But it was, <laughs> but you know, he was a great guy. And again, that's the difference from Los Angeles. To he here. lost it in a farming accident. <laughs> no, he did. <too. laughs> so he was just like. Yes, like, I can. It's, he it's, lost it in a farming accident. Yes. All right. And I'll, I'll go. I'll come back to the nub. Okay, I promise. Please do. So, but yeah. So they spend all this time getting you all hyped up. You know, it's like I need this nine-page report. I get to college, right? Woo, college. Tell me why my English teacher, Nubby, no, Doctor Nubs. <laughs> all right. He's a, he's a senior. He's a college professor. Damn it, senior Nubs. <laughs> so he's like, well. Page and a half is all I'll read. So if you can't get your point across in a page and a half, then don't even turn it in. Okay, listen, as an English major, that hurts me. Well, as a guy that, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, fresh, out of, go to I'm fresh out of high school and all I can all I care about is music, you know, that was pretty fantastic. And our history course joke. All we was did it was Texas what? history. No. Uh, yes they're like do you remember the alamo yes or no i had the same i made sure and got the same teacher for english one and two Mm -hmm. and history uh, texas history and u.s history Mm -hmm. okay because one and two all i had to do was write a page and a half just double spaced like nothing god all right like i could really literally like literally write a paragraph like with run-on sentences Mm -hmm. and he wouldn't even care he's like a page and a half that's a pretty good story next He'd like flip the pages with his nub. Oh my god! <laughs> no, he gets it. He puts it in like what is that? That page churny stuff, you right, know, like right. that like pink stuff. He <laughs> licks it. Licks it. 
And then, um, so my history class, <laughs> my history class, all we did like every day is talk about Mr. Nubs. No, we watched like, I'm, and it's on Netflix now, but we watched America, the story of us. Oh my God. Us. I love that. Every single day. Oh my God. I, like, no I paid to go to college <laughs> to watch, to watch some shit that I could find online. Okay, so back to the nub. So I somehow I ended up in class with like all of my friends. Mm -hmm. Like, and this was like total accident because like in high school or whatever, you're like, oh, take this class so we can be together. And but like college, I didn't know who was going there. You know, because some of your friends were going off to be farmers. Right. Some of my friends were going to be farmers, go to Harvard. You know, and I'm I'm going to (laughs) Harvard. Sure, sure. Why not? I, Some I, of them were going to go off to chase cows. Right, right, right. Been the professional cow, ca- uh, cow chaser. So I had like all my friends in here, mm-hmm. and it like props to the professor for containing his shit because or his nub. <laughs> so like we're just a bunch of hooligans, and like I sat me. Okay, so picture this: there's two rows of desks. Right, and he walks down the middle, talking talk the class, tapping his nub. No, on no, no, each it gets, it's so much better than that. Okay, so <laughs> he would come up and like put his hand, like run his hand along your back. Oh no! And like you would just feel like the rest of his fingers, and then the nub. No! <laughs> and it was so hard, like because you didn't want to laugh. Right? right because you know what your friends are thinking and like you're giving that like little shit look like to all your friends and they are oh dying laughing because they're like oh my god like this is so awkward and it's, it's you know you know if you don't have if you if you like don't have a limb like i'm not like making fun of you you know but like just in this situation like just don't touch me with it like, <laughs> That's what you're trying to say here no, is no, don't no. touch me with your nub if you don't have a limb. Right. No. <laughs> but it was it was just like it was I don't know. Like <laughs> I, I I hadn't fully matured yet. Obviously. And I still don't think I'm there. But like it was just it's I don't know why it was so funny when it when it happened, but it was just like you feel it. And you're just like, Ugh. Oh, the nub. <laughs> I just want him to like, like start class with like, hey guys, yes, I have a nub. And this is what happened. So that way you I guys don't somebody, have to talk I about it. I think somebody ended up asking him. Oh my God. And like, <laughs> and that, you can't just ask him why he has a nub. Right, right. And it, 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 it's so awkward and it makes it so much worse because like you've been staring at it for, for like three months and then somebody finally asks. And, you're, like, and like on the inside, you're like, yes. Yes, finally. The one question I came to class for. Like, this is the day I did not want to miss, and I'm here. You know? <laughs> so, what's the nub about? And I, I, if I remember correctly, I mean, because this was years ago, he lost it in, like, a farming accident. Like, oh he got God. it caught in something. Or, in some barbed wire? In some barbed wire. <laughs> Delbert didn't tie it down. Delbert didn't do his job right, and a man <laughs> lost his nub. That's why he takes his job so seriously. Right, right. It only takes one. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I think I think this I think this episode is over now. Oh, and, oh. I think I think we're about done with this episode. Are, are we? I think so. You think so? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to our first episode. 
of Simply Us. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Simply Us. And please feel free to send us messages and... Oh, yeah. You know, just things that, like, ridiculous things that, you know, you have run into in your life stuff you want us to talk about right and you know we have no problem talking about it researching it and since we have no problem talking about nubs (laughs) we'll we'll forget that ever happened (laughs) we can also be reached by email at sinfullyus at gmail.com please feel free to send us messages and uh, we may feature you on the show Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to our first episode. Please don't forget to subscribe, and thank you for listening to Sinfully Us. Us. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, goodbye!